self-harm behaviors you have used. You can see that you have valid reasons for using these behaviors. Now, let's consider the other side. What are the negative results or drawbacks of these behaviors? These behaviors have had their benefits, but they also have costs. Which side is stronger for you right now, the costs or the benefits? More positive coping behaviors may allow you to experience the benefits without so many costs. Think again about the benefits of your nervous rituals or self-harm behaviors. These benefits may indicate part of the underlying need that drives the behavior. For example, if you engage in hair pulling whenever you are stressed or upset, it is likely that you are using the hair pulling as a way of releasing stress and coping with negative feelings. It is probably also a way of directing negative feelings towards yourself. This suggests that your underlying needs may include stress relief and expression of feelings. It is also likely that your self-esteem is low and that you have a need to improve your self-image. Think about your own underlying needs. What needs do the benefits of your nervous rituals or self-harm behavior suggest? You have been meeting these needs by using nervous rituals or self-harm behavior. If you decide that you would like to change these behaviors, it is still possible for your needs to be met. Consider some healthy coping skills that may meet your needs. For example, healthy exercise, not too much or too little, such as walking, running, yoga, stretching, weightlifting or sports, may help to alleviate boredom, cope with stress, release nervous energy, and improve self-esteem. Perhaps assertive communication skills may allow you to express feelings and ask for what you need from others. You can learn and practice effective communication by taking a communication class, speaking with a counselor, or attending an assertiveness group. Maybe you seek non-verbal means of expressing yourself, such as artwork or music. You could draw, sculpt or sing, rather than harming yourself. There are many other positive coping skills available. Think about some options you could try, some alternatives to the nervous rituals or self-harm behavior that will meet the needs you identified earlier. You do not need to come up with new coping skills completely on your own. You can get help from others, including friends, family, counselors, teachers, or your doctor. If you are not sure what could replace the nervous rituals or self-harm behavior, make an agreement with yourself now to seek out support within one week. The remainder of this relaxation exercise will help you to relax as an alternative to nervous rituals or self-harm behaviors. Close your eyes and take a few moments to breathe. Allow the air to flow slowly in and out of your lungs. Feeling the energy and calm you absorb from each breath. You are able to pause right now 
to keep from engaging in any self-harm behaviors or nervous rituals. Simply calm and relaxed. When you have an urge to use self-harm behaviors, it is a sign that you have unmet needs. What do you need right now? What needs are you trying to fill by using self-harm behaviors? What needs are your nervous rituals aiming to fill? If you are upset, simply allow yourself to feel upset for a few moments. You're not going to feel this way forever. In fact, the feeling will pass more quickly if you allow it rather than fighting it. It's okay to feel stressed, angry, lonely, or upset. There is nothing wrong with having negative feelings, although they feel unpleasant.